Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. For the rest of our days. Yes, Lord. For the rest of our days coming in. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. For the rest of my days. Yes. I'm going to have another yes. Hallelujah. There's another song that we've sang back in the church. I've got another yes, Lord, down in my soul. I want to know if there's another yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. For the rest of my days. Yes, Lord. Thank you for being in the land of the living. Thank you, Father God, for being here. Hallelujah. Being here in the land of the living. We can clap our hands. Hallelujah. We just took a deep breath. Praise God. There was not a ventilator breathing for me. There's not a ventilator breathing for you. And even if you are on a ventilator and happen to be tuned in, continue to exercise your faith. Know that God is a healer and a deliverer. Hallelujah. And he will heal. Amen. I know him as a healer. I know him as a deliverer. I know him as a heavy load carrier. Praise God. Our God is able. Amen. Able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or even think. Praise God. According to the power that's working in us. According to the power that's working in you. What kind of power? Amen. Is working in you. The power of the Holy Ghost. The power to speak those things that are not as though they were. The power, amen, that God allowed us to get up this morning. That's power, amen. Even though things seem to be in total disarray, we can still stand on the word of God. The word of God is right. The word of God is true, amen. And if you haven't had an experience yet, praise God, I believe, amen. I just believe if you keep on living because I know those who are here in the sanctuary and even those listening, we've had an opportunity to try God and we found out that he is real. He is real. Father, we thank you for your love, your kindness, your tender, sweet mercy. We lift up holy hands in the sanctuary and we bless your name today. God, you are great and God, you are good. God, you are great. God, you are good. Your mercy and truth lasts forever and endures from generation to generation. We are a part of that generation. We are healed. We are blessed. We are delivered. We are set free. Even though our circumstances and situations do not speak as the words that are coming out of our mouth, but we operate totally in the prerequisites of our faith that we can speak those things that are not hallelujah as though they were that means i know that god can do it hallelujah i see him doing it and i'm exercising my faith and know that he will do it because god is god even though the situations are real amen and the circumstances they mount on top of each other and it's unlike we sometimes it seems that we can't even get out from under before something else is coming but god can step in at any time matter of fact the whole Holy Ghost just corrected me. God doesn't have to step in. He's already in it with us. Praise God. He's in it with us. So matter, no matter where you are, no matter what's going on in your life, God is already there with you. If you just have enough faith to say, God, I know you're here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where you're at, but I don't know where you're at. Don't know what's going on. But if you have enough faith, that's to say, God, I know that you're here. God, I know that you're with me. God, I know that you can do this, even though it's right there praise God it's right there it's right there but he's able it's right there but he's able it's real 
Hallelujah. It's real and nobody knows the realness of it better than you. Amen. You know right where you are. You know right where you're standing. Praise God. We may not understand it. Praise God. There's no understanding in it because even myself, I have to say sometimes, God, this don't make no sense to me. Uh, where did it come from? God, what do I do? I want to get out from under this thing. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. Praise God. I can't remember, but I can just imagine the discomfort of a baby with a wet diaper on. Yes, yes, yes. A baby with a wet diaper on. It is uncomfortable and they will do anything. And parents begin to realize the cry of a wet diaper. Y'all don't hear me this morning. The cry of when they're hungry. Hallelujah. The cry of, I just want to be picked up. God knows our cry. He hears us. He hears you. I'm encouraging you today to keep on crying. Don't you stop crying. Don't you give up. Don't you quit. You keep on believing no matter how many times you have to say it. Call on the name of Jesus because the more you call on his name, the more he's coming. Amen. And when he comes, when he's even on the way, circumstances and situations are changing. You got to know that they're changing. You got to understand that he's not going to move in my time. Hallelujah. He's not going to move on my dime. Money don't matter. Hallelujah. God is more than mamma. Hallelujah. We got to know and trust God all the way I go with him all the way oh I'm tired pastor just take another step pastor you don't know how heavy the load is just take a breath pastor you just don't know no I don't know but if I'm experiencing it you are experiencing it we all are experiencing it and God is in the midst of us he's in the midst of us he's in the midst He's in the midst. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't stop. Continue to pray. If it's only one word every hour. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If it's only one word every hour. Jesus. Hallelujah. One word every hour. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 The load, the load, the loads are heavy. Hallelujah. The load is heavy. You are in a place where you've never been. I am in a place where I've never been. We are all in places that we've never been before. But all we have to do is to call on Jesus. Hallelujah. He knows the end from the beginning and he's the same God yesterday today and forevermore he is God he is God he is God don't let nobody fool you God is God hallelujah God is God and the closer we get in our relationship the, the more intimate we are in our relationship with him, the more we will see him captivate, hmm. change circumstances, move right before our very eyes. That's the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. Put your name there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
call his name, invite him in every day, every hour, every minute of uncertainty. And yes, there are many, too, too, too many even to call, many minutes of uncertainty. Many minutes of perplexity. Many times of sitting there and not knowing. But just call on the name of Jesus and he will order footsteps. He will guide us. He has been guiding us. And I'm thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. Good morning, Greater Harvest. Good morning, body of Christ. We thank God for you. We thank God for you. We thank God for you on this morning. Our cry goes out, amen, throughout the ages, throughout the universe. I say ages and universes because we, this stuff is electronic now, so it's somewhere, everywhere. Praise God. Ah, great men have gone on to be with the Lord, but they're still here because their messages are still being streamed, hallelujah, on YouTube. Huh? Didn't the Lord say that if you follow me, if you work with me, you can live and never die? <laughs> well, a lot of people's physical body is not here, but they're still here. We can see them preaching the word of God. Good morning, Greater Harvest. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Greater Harvest, we are in some great times. Um, as this morning, praise God, I was coming in, and if I can remember, because an hour for me is almost like a day. Hallelujah. So, triumph, tragedy. Triumph, tragedy. Triumph and tragedy. That's not the message for today. I'm just sharing. Uh, triumph, tragedy. Triumph, trials, tragedy. Actually, trials, tragedy, triumph. Hallelujah. Circles that we have got to continually to go through. He said, because he's in the process. God is in our processes. He is the process. And hopefully when we begin to look and see um, how that shapes and forms itself in our lives. Because the more that we can embrace God in our lives in an intimate relationship, God continues to show us who he is on a personal level. And then I can more, oh, help me, Holy Ghost, then I can be more aggressive in my faith walk. I could be more aggressive in my faith walk as God continues to show up in my life, in our lives. And that's what he wants to do, show up in our lives. Uh, message text this morning, amen, John 5, 4, John 5 and 4. For the angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had John chapter 5 and verse 4. Uh, for another scripture for you this morning, Matthew 8 and 
26. Hopefully I'm, I'm correct. Matthew 8 and 26. Very exciting morning. Uh, greater harvest. I'm going to pause here. Hallelujah. Uh, we look around and we know that we have been violently attacked by the enemy with tagging and all of that. And uh, we got stuff all around the church. Uh, we have stuff in front of the church. I tell you, y'all just continue to be patient. God ain't through with us yet. I'm excited about it because if we weren't doing anything, the enemy would not be trying to attack and discourage us. Do not be, a, do not be distracted. Amen. Do not be distracted in your personal life. Do not be distracted in your businesses. Do not be distracted in the things that are happening, amen, that we can physically identify with. Do not be distracted by it, but yet take the lessons and yet make sure that you, you are asking God, amen, intimately what to do in these different things, but do not be distracted by them. Hallelujah. I don't know how much stuff is on the side of the church and in front of the church, but Continue to be patient with us. That next scripture, Matthew 8, 26. This is the realness of where we are. And my heart is grieved and crying because there is something that we can and should be doing. And I'm continually pressing, amen, towards that mark that God will give me what to do with these people who need help. Amen. Everybody needs help sometimes. You're going to need somebody sometime. Amen. Matthew 8, 26. I'm trying to move on. And he said unto them, why are ye fearful? Praise God. O ye of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the wind and the sea. And there was a great calm. There was a great calm. Somehow today we're going to discuss and we're going to talk about this. And this is... Don't let your faith, don't let your faith be unemployed. Don't let your faith be unemployed. Don't let your faith be unemployed. It's great to be back, hallelujah, in the house of the Lord, amen. But it's good to know that you can always maintain and stay in the presence of the Lord. When we're not in the house, we've learned over the past 13 months that you can still be in God's presence. Even more than that, amen. If we're not in the house, you're still in his presence. Hallelujah. So uh, the choir may not be singing, but you're still in his presence. It's good to be familiar with the presence of God, that he that abide in the secret place of the most high, uh, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty in the presence of God where it's the fullness of joy and you begin to speak to God from being in his presence and God will move on your behalf, amen, even yet while you are speaking. Hallelujah. This week in the news, this week in news, Israel and Palestine continue to exchange rocket fire here and there, amen. So far, Palestine's death toll vastly outnumbers the American-backed Israel regime. On Thursday, conflict would come to an end, but the death toll in Palestine is still climbing. Praise God, yet there's things going on in New York City. The district attorney has said that the Trump and civil investigation, which started civilly, amen, is now in, turned into a criminal investigation. Meanwhile, in both the House and the Senate, they're yet going back, back and forth still opposing a commission to investigate the January 6th insurrection insurrection they don't they want to begin to prosecute and dig deeper 
and investigate and the rumor fail because I don't have from a, a, a full-fledged uh, good source, amen, but the source that uh, is saying is that the day before that, and I'm sorry for going back to January, but the day before that, amen, there were members, hallelujah, of Congress, amen, that were walking others through pointing things out and it was not even open, praise God, that they should have been doing that. And some of the people that were walking through the day before, you see them in the crowds. Now I'm telling you, it's hard to disbelieve what you see. So they don't want to go forward. And now, and so, 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 so what is this trade-off? The trade-off is saying, okay, if you're going to investigate the insurrection, you also must investigate the same investigative uh, scrubbing that you want to do in the insurrection is the same investigative scrubbing deep dive into it with the Black Lives Matter protest of last summer in the wake of George Floyd's death. It should be investigated as well. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do the personal opinion. Welcome those who just came in. It's amazing to me somehow. It's amazing to me that we as a people, and I must say it, we as a, 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 a black people, uh, Moors who were ripped away from northern Africa by everything that we know. It's amazing that, that, that somehow uh, 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 vicious things are always, uh, no, no, <laughs> I'm not struggling. I'm trying to make it make sense to come out of my mouth because it doesn't even make sense to me while it's surrounding in my head. But I'm going to say it simply like this. It's amazing how some want to always connect with the, with the very vicious and strategic planned attacks on black and brown people when it's convenient and profitable for them. And I'm sorry, it, it, just, it just, just makes me godly angry when the plight of our struggles our pain and our trauma, the inconsideracy, that's made that word up, of Hollywood wants to portray it, make money on our backs. We may as well still be on the plantation being whipped. We may as well yet be whipped. Because they're telling our story, but they don't feel our pain. They don't know what it's like. You can't tell my story if you haven't lived in this skin. You have no idea of the pain. And it's just normal to do it. But my black and brown sisters, help me say, but we are right. 
we are right. Because God is able. We are right. Because we serve a risen king. We are right. Because we're covered in the blood of Jesus. We are right because story after story, time after time, even through our pain, our suffering, our humiliation, our persecution, our, our victimization, our beating and the whipping, we yet rise up out of the ashes. Proud people in the Lord. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me go on. Andrew Brown's family learned that no officer will be indicted in his death. Investigations say the killing was justified. Really? How do you justify killing someone's daughter, killing someone's father, killing someone's mother, killing someone's brother, killing someone's aunt, killing someone's uncle, killing someone's cousin, killing someone's child, and say that it's justified? Under a flag that says the land of the free and the home of the brave. I don't know, saints. Meanwhile, meanwhile, footage reveals that cops tased and beat another black man to death and told his family that he died in a car crash. Three survivors of a deadly, three survivors of the deadly Tulsa riot. Testified before Congress about what happened during that horrifying time. The young lady was 107 years old, Violet Fletcher. In today's culture, everywhere, in today's culture, everything points to do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it. Whenever you want to do it, however you want to do it, and that is the norm. Uh, further explaining, just stuff, stuff, stuff. And we raise these things to make sure that we are aware it is not the norm. What do we do in these abnormal times? We pray. So Penn Hills High School in Pittsburgh, where I spent some of this week, amen, four students, 17 years old, one committed suicide, and three were killed in violent shootings. There again, nine killed in San Jose shooting in the light rail yard. A six-year-old riding in the back of the family car being shot. Bullet came through the trunk, hit him in his stomach. <laughs> Another alert, gun sales are up 137 across the country there are guns throughout our neighborhoods you don't know anymore who may have a weapon on them you must be aware of your surroundings you must be prayerful in where you go when you go and how you go I don't know if there are many out there like me that would want to go a certain place and do a certain thing but the spirit of the Lord says uh uh don't go huh have you ever been if you ever set a time to go someplace and something keeps, the Holy Spirit keeps putting a little something else in front and a little something else in front 
And though you had the plan and time to go and do, and then, but when you realize, when you finally get the okay to go, somebody, do you remember when we were young and, and we had to say, mama, can we go? Daddy, can we go? And they didn't say anything. Did we go? No, we didn't go. <laughs> we, we build up. <laughs> I'm going to maybe talk about me. I, I build up enough courage and go back in there again. Mama, mama, can I, can I go? And, uh, uh, you know, mama's doing something. <laughs> you ain't going to go tap on the shoulder. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. And I wouldn't, my voice wouldn't change and say, mama. None of that. But at some point, at some point, at some point, praise God, mama would come back and she'll say, you still here? <laughs> but God is like that. We got to listen to him. We got to go to him and ask permission can we go? Can we move? Most of my struggles, most of my issues are when I did not wait to go. But then I've got many more, praise God, that when I waited, I had to smile. It says, okay, God, I see what you were doing. How many have seen God's hand moving and seen him doing? Come on, give God a hand, praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Huh. So we don't know who have weapons anymore. The state of Texas now, in some places, you can carry a weapon outwardly. So everyone is walking around with weapons saying, don't mess with me. I'm armed. <laughs> well, it looks like the wild, wild west, which in my opinion, I don't think it ever left. But it's now reappearing in a more refined and better than ever. It seems, it seems that America has entered into troubled waters and citizens have a right to be fearful that the boat will tip over at some point, a nation where justice isn't a reality for all of its citizens is bound to go astray. You should be amazed, but not surprised that America is in troubled waters. There are some whom that fear the trouble in the waters. Many are praying for it to end in fear they may perish. But, but the saints of God should not be fearful, nor should we lose faith. Don't let your faith be unemployed while you're in troubled waters. I believe, I believe the waters have been troubled intentionally. Intentionally. There are many who shall perish and there are some whom shall be made whole. Again, John chapter 4, 5 says, chapter 5, 4 says, For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Ah, I thank God now that the waters are always troubled. Our waters are always troubled, praise God. And sometimes the trouble that we see is not troubled. Even though the horrific reports from the news speak of trouble, God is still very much so in the midst of it, praise God. America suffers and suffering from a disease of racism. And racism is just another word that the word that the world exchanged and inserted into our uh, DNA, amen, racism, it is sin, hallelujah. 
sin. Hallelujah. So from the disease of racism, from the disease of poverty and injustice, poverty and injustice, racism and laws. This is where we are. This is what is happening in the land of the free and the home of the brave, but God is still able. America should be fearful of the waters. It may seem like today that things are getting worse. It may even seem as if nothing is changing due to the ongoing injustices in America. In one may even one may even lose hope. And to them I say, Jesus said, I say what Jesus said when he was over troubled waters. O ye of little faith, out of Matthew 8. And behold, there arose a great tempest. You see, what we are experiencing, all the things that we're talking about, it is as we are on the seas, amen, and the water, a storm, everything is happening. Everywhere is a storm from one day to the next, but Jesus is still with us in the midst of the storm. He is on the boat. He is in the boat. And Jesus is resting in the midst of our trials. He's resting in the midst of our struggles. He's resting with me in my issues. I've just got to be intimate enough with him so I can get some rest. Oh, y'all don't hear me saying to the most high God. He's in it with us. He's in it with us. He has not left us. He said, I promise never to leave you, never to forsake you. He is with us. So Jesus was in the ship. Hallelujah. In the sea and in so much that the ship was covered with waves. We are covered with waves of injustice, covered with waves of racism, covered with waves of, with waves of stuff here and there. But Jesus is in the midst. Hallelujah. And the disciples, hallelujah, they employed their faith. They employ their faith right here in verse 24. It says, and the disciples came to him and woke him saying, Lord, save us. We perish. Hallelujah. However, I am no matter where I am, no matter what's going on. I cannot my cannot allow my faith to be in a place of unemployment. I've got to let my faith work for me. Will you let your faith work for you? Amen. Will you let your faith work for you? It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Let your faith work. Let your faith move. Amen. Turn it on. Jump up and down. Spin around. Just if you don't, if you don't know how to talk to the Lord, just call his name. Hallelujah. Just call his name. When you can't understand it, when you can't see it, when you can't feel it, all you feel is pressure. All you feel is pain. Matter of fact, you're so We've been so much in pain that the pain is numbing. It's, it's been hurting so much it don't hurt, but I know I'm yet hurting. Call on his name. Don't allow your faith to be unemployed. Activate. Activate. And his disciples came to him and awoke him saying, Lord, save us. Lord, save me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the disciples came to him and woke him saying, Lord, save us, save us, save us. And he saith unto them, why are ye faithful? O ye of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea. And there was a great calm. Don't forget Jesus is in your boat. Don't forget that Jesus is in the midst of our circumstances. 
Don't forget that Jesus is in the midst of our trials. No matter where I am, amen. No matter where I am, he is there. No matter where we are, he is there. The scripture says whether we're in the ocean deep, amen. Hallelujah. In the atmosphere above or even find ourselves in a living hell, he is there. Hallelujah. He's there. He's there. He's there. Don't be put in a place of no communication. Don't be put in a, in a corner. Hallelujah. Don't be put in a corner. Don't allow yourself to be stuck. You know when you're stuck. I know when I'm stuck. Don't sit there and be stuck. Come out of the corner. Come out of the corner. If you want to do something different, if you want to experience something different, then you've got to activate. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. I was reading something and I didn't put a note on it, but it's coming up in my spirit. There is a great designer. He went to medical school. He dropped out of medical school. This man is worth $900 billion. He was in medical school. He dropped out of medical school. And he went and worked in a department store. He worked in a department store doing window dressing. From window dressing, he went to be a cashier. And from cashier, he started designing. He's one of the greatest designers ever. Some of y'all might know him. I, I'm not trying to hide. I just can't remember the name. $900 billion. This man owns a hotel in Dubai. Uh, when, when somebody walked in, because they, they wrote it, they testified. When somebody walked in, they began to smell a fragrance in the hotel. And so he asked the man, what is that fragrance? What flower is this? Well, of course, this man's hotel, he's a designer. He designed his cologne, his perfume, whatever it is. That's what's blowing throughout the whole building. Why do I say that? Because he was pursuing a medical degree. And he had to activate his faith. He did not allow his faith to go unemployed. He employed his faith. Do you know being eight years almost ready to graduate and change and go start dressing windows and change and become a clerk running a cash register and change and started designing clothes? What was he doing? He was activating, he was applying, he was employing his faith. His faith. Uh, go back again. John 5, 4 says, for an angel went down at a certain time in the season in the pool. Do you know there's a certain time? Psalm says there's a set time. There's a set time. Hallelujah. I'm looking every day for the Holy Ghost to trouble the water around me. <laughs> if he troubles the water around me, all I've got to do is not allow my faith to be unemployable, but allow my faith to employ and step in the water. And step in the water. There are three feasts. There are three feasts required all Jewish males to come to Jerusalem. One, the feast of Passover and unleavened bread. Two, the feast of weeks, also called Pentecost, we just came out of. And three, the feast of tabernacles. It's unclear. It's unclear whether the angel actually came down and disturbed the water. But the people believed 
that the angel did come down. In either case, Jesus healed a man who had been waiting for 38 years to be healed. If you go back and read it, I think the man's response is, I have nobody to lift me up and put me in. <laughs> and, amen, there's a reason why he had nobody to lift him up and put him in. After 38 years, the man's problem had become a way of life. Don't allow your circumstance to distract you to the point that your issue becomes a way of life. Don't settle for it anyway. Don't, don't settle for it. Amen. Uh, I don't know about you, but when something gets to the point where I get sick and tired of it, what happens? I mean, I, you change it around. What happens when you get sick and tired of it? You do something. Amen. You do something about it. Amen. You come to yourself. Hallelujah. So it became a way of life. No one had ever helped him. Who has that testimony? And who's seen people looks like everybody run to help, but what about how come, how, how when you see somebody in need and you're thinking about what you could do and you're in need too, but then you look and see everybody running past you and your need and going to help somebody else's need. You wonder something, you wonder something wrong with you? Do I wonder, God, what did I do? What, what, that, that's what our mind does. Hallelujah. He had no hope of being healed. No desire to help himself. His faith was unemployed. His situation looked hopeless. But no matter what trap you, what you feel has locked you, boxed you in, don't allow those infirmities to stop you from moving. God can minister to my, your deepest need. Don't look for someone to come and rescue you. No, God's design works through a process. And I'm telling you today that God is in the process. Uh, a blade of grass doesn't die. A sparrow doesn't die. God knows the universe so much. He knows us so much. He numbered every hair on our head. And so when we're looking at these things, God wants to rescue you. God's process is here. And I'm telling you today, matter of fact, God is the process. Let him work it out. Don't allow your faith to be unemployed. Don't let a problem or hardship cause you to lose hope. I am hopeful even though there is a list of things that I know that's out of order in my life. I'm praying for order. I'm working in order and I'm thankful that I have a mate, a helpmate that's helping me. We help each other to try and work through the things that we know that should be changed. Hallelujah. Don't let a problem or hardship 
cause you to lose hope. When you lose hope, you put yourself on the faith unemployment line. The faith unemployment line where your faith is unemployed. God may have a special work for you. God has a special work for you. God has a special work for me. No matter what the condition is. Well, what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that God will use you and me whenever, however, wherever he wants to use us. God needs me. God needs you. It's no accident that we are still here. Don't let your faith be unemployed. God has a special work. In spite of my sicknesses that I know about, in spite of my diseases that I carry, praise God. And I'm talking about the spiritual sickness and spiritual diseases that will cause me to decay, that will cause my faith to be full of holes, that will cause me to doubt that God loves me, but it will cause me to doubt that God is walking with me. All those things that are really real, God still has a special work for me to do. God has a special assignment because you see before we were even here God knew who we were praise God while even before we were in our mother's wounds God knew who we were going to be and those whom he called he predestined to become so every time I fail amen I've got to get up every time I fall I've got to stand up every time I see my end efficiencies I've got to believe and trust God just to take one more step and I thank and I praise God that I don't have to look to the left or the right I can keep my eyes on the cross because if I keep my eyes on the cross uh, that's where you're going if you keep your eyes on the cross there's one thing about riding a motorcycle praise God if you're learning how to ride a motorcycle and you're trying to motorcycle a bike um, uh, I can't say the experience with the car, but the point is, wherever you look, that's where you're going. Hallelujah. If you're looking to the cross, you're going to the cross. But if you're looking to the left, that's where you're going. When you're looking to the right, the other way. That's where you're going. Hallelujah. you got to know, saints of God, wherever you're looking, that's where you're going. Hallelujah. If you look in the wrong way, you go go the wrong way. Hallelujah. Well, let me, let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. Praise the Lord. Huh. God may have a special work for you to do in spite of my condition, in spite of your condition. Well, what are you saying, Pastor? I'm just saying that God will use you wherever. God will use us in spite of what's going on. Praise God. God has a special assignment for me. Even though I'm sick, I am sick. And there are a lot of what society will call normal. And if I focus on what society calls normal, I'll never see where God wants me to go. Hallelujah. I've got to see myself in the word of God. I got to see myself running towards the cross. I got to allow myself to be pushed and ushered into the presence of God. I've got to allow myself not to be dismayed, whatever be the tide, because God will take care of me under his wings. I will abide. God will take care of me. Matter of fact, God is caring for me now because I don't know how to care for myself. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I don't know how to care for myself, but God cares. Hallelujah. And if I constantly stay in his face, amen, he'll constantly increase and help me to run my race. 
Yes, 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 God can still use me from my sick bed. I may be sick, but my faith is employed. Hallelujah. Ah, how many have had to employ their faith uh, where nobody else has been around where nobody else could be called on there was nobody there but you you had to employ your faith and I just want to remind you about that time that time when there was nothing there amen in the darkness in a place of no hope nothing anywhere you had to employ your faith and we're living in a day and time where faith must always be employed you must never find yourself on the faith unemployment line we've got to make sure amen that we take up our sick bed because God still wants to use me from my sick bed I may be sick but my faith is employed I don't want an unemployment check I don't need any government assistance the assistance I need is what comes in when I am engaged and act act working out my soul salvation with fear and trembling my bible tells me without hallelujah without faith it's impossible to please god my bible tells me that without faith my work is dead my bible tells me and jesus said occupy until i come in the eyes of the world and even my own eyes you i may be sick but god will use me god will use us because i am sick because i am broken because I am spiritually diseased. I am a prime candidate for God to use because every breath I take and every step I make, I only make this step because God has comforted me. I'm only able to make this step. Matter of fact, the last breath I took, it's only because the Lord, he breathed for me. Many have ministered while sick uh, my grandmother uh, had a stroke in 1994. Uh, she went home to be with the Lord in 2001. Uh, she went in 1994 uh, to have a surgical procedure. Uh, she had a stroke on the table. Uh, and while having a stroke on the table, uh, her arms were twisted. Uh, they were twisted like never before. Uh, and she came out uh, and she lived in Jewish Memorial Hospital uh, for seven years. She was a missionary in the AME church. She was a steward and she acclaimed to all those different positions in the AME church. So she was known. And in Jewish Memorial Hospital, it was seven floors and I forgot how many rooms. She was there for seven years and everybody knew Ruth Rivers, she wasn't able to get out of the bed. Wasn't only thing she could do was turn her head. She couldn't move anything else. But everybody knew Mama Ruth Rivers, the whole body. Doctors would even come by. She couldn't lift her hand, but she would pray. She would pray. 
she would pray for them. When she had the stroke on the table, the phone calls came from the east to the west. My sisters and brothers and cousins and everybody's calling. You better come see mama because mama ain't got long to be here. I stepped back in my spiritual closet. And I began to talk to the Lord. And I said, God, I need to see what's going on with mama. The Holy Ghost said, uh, she's all right. Uh, I took my time, got on a plane uh, in San Diego and landed in LaGuardia. Got my rented car, drove across the Williams Bridge, went to Jewish Memorial. And it was about 2 a.m. in the morning. I went in the hospital. The guard said visiting hours are over. I told the man, I'm not coming to visit. I'm coming home to see my mama. My mama lives on the seventh floor. Her name is Ruth Rivers. The guard let me in. I went in and got my tape myself situated in the room. I sat there and I looked and my mama said, what are you doing here? I said, no, the question is, what are you doing here? I said, they called me and they told me that you were dying. She said, do I look dead? I said, no, mama, you don't look dead. I said, but mama, I need to know. I said, are you leaving or are you staying? She said, I ain't going nowhere. Saints of the most high God, if you pray and call on the name of Jesus, if you allow your faith to be employed, God will make sure that you have a payday. Y'all ain't hearing me. You don't have to worry about an 80-hour work week. You don't have to worry about overtime. You don't have to worry about accumulative leave and can you take a vacation. Because when you walk with Jesus, your bank is always full. When you walk with Jesus, it's a vacation from the things that I mentioned up front. All the killings, all the injustices all the deceit all of the stealing all of the thievery all of the sickness all of the pride all of the things that are going on because we have a relationship with God and because you're employed your faith is actively working we're always on a vacation I have peace like a river hallelujah peace be still even though we walk need a valley in the shadow of death I will fear no evil because God is with me God is with us saints of the most high God seven years later July 2001 the Holy Ghost said take up your family and go to New York City I did we spent a week there went down south to Goose Creek came back up north I sent the family away to do stuff and I sat three more days with mama and this time I said mama how you feeling mama says I'm tired now after seven years she says I'm tired now saints of the most high God whatever you want to know God will assure you whatever you want to know God will tell you I said mama what does it look like she said I don't know I said well mama when you see the angels when they come please hallelujah come on and go on home 
2001, August 8th, the phone rang at about 2.30 in the morning. I didn't even have to pick it up. I smiled and I said, Mama, I'll see you later. Saints of the Most High God, we've got to employ our faith. Saints of the Most High God, we got to work out our soul salvation with fear and trembling. Saints of the Most High God, let me give you a little tip on why the man sat by the pool for 38 years. According to the Pharisees, carrying a map on the Sabbath was considered work and was therefore unlawful. It did not break any Old Testament law. But the Pharisees' interpretation of God's command, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, was only about uh, uh, 200 is one of hundreds of rules uh, that they had added uh, to the Old Testament uh, so man could not do anything. Uh, a man, hallelujah, who hadn't walked for 38 years, uh, he was healed. Uh, but the Pharisees were more concerned about the petty rules that they had written uh, than the life and health of a human being. Uh, Saints of the Most High God, we live in a land that's not concerned about our health, not concerned about our well-being. And if you don't believe it, just keep on living. I'm going to tell you who's concerned about my living, who's concerned about my health, who's concerned about my wealth, Jesus He's concerned and it's easy to get caught up in man-made structures. It's easy to get caught up in man-made rules. It's easy to get involved. Well, I tell you, America, the great, the greater part of these United States, our government has forgotten the health and well-being of many black and brown people. Are you following the guidelines that man made or are we going to follow the guidelines that God made if my people who are called by my name if they would humble themselves and pray and seek my face then I'll hear from heaven and I'll heal the land saints of the most high God with all this stuff going on we got to do like Hezekiah we got to turn our face to the wall and we got a call on Jesus and I'm not putting a number on it because the Bible says with two or three are gathered together there I am in the midst God God is with us saints of the most high God we're going to keep on praying we're going to keep on believing we're going to keep on holding on yea though we walk through the valley in the shadows of death we will fear no evil God has brought us a mighty long way over 400 years plus we have been captive over 400 years plus we have been violated God is continuing to hold us up we gotta hold on and don't give up we gotta hold on and don't give out allow your faith to be employed to be employed to be employed and you can be employed from wherever you may be don't allow yourself to find yourself on the employment line 
Because you see, when you're on the unemployment line, when things happen, they distract you and they knock us off. But when our faith is engaged, and the Bible says we need to occupy, Jesus said, occupy till I come. My faith must work. Hallelujah. My faith must work. Your faith must work. We're workers together in this vineyard. Your work is not finished. My work, your work is not in vain. All we have to do is continue to work the work of him that sent us. Jesus is a wonderful example. All he did was work the work of his father who sent him here. I am a sent one. You are a sent one. We're sent here, hallelujah, by the wisdom of God. Uh, there are various things and gifts that we have, and God wants us to walk in those things. Uh, and I am a person, uh, sometimes I find myself uh, in the midst of an issue, and I feel inadequate. Uh, I feel not prepared, uh, but I have something pushing from behind. Uh, you slayed the bear. Uh, you slayed the lion. Uh, you brought me over. You brought me in you brought me out and I just continue to walk take one day at a time one step at a time only Jesus one day at a time sweet Jesus that's all he's asking us to do Lord help me to take Lord help me to make Lord help me to take one day at a time oh saints of the most high God weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning saints of the most high God don't give up continue to climb the sun continue to sing the songs I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me continue to move in God don't worry about running too slow don't worry about running too fast just get on your own pace Focus on God. Remember, wherever you're looking, that's where you're going. Employ your faith. Don't be on the unemployment line. Don't let, don't take any checks from the enemy. There's one thing that I know about us. Sometimes we'll rationalize and we'll make wrong decisions. But even in the wrong decision process, he's still able. He's still able. Beta Harvest, we're going to continue to pray. Because I know that God hears us when we pray. And I thank God for your faithfulness. I thank God for everyone being here this morning. Brother Bell, get me out of here. I thank God for everyone being here this morning. And I pray, I pray that we would actively engage.
That's where it is. It is name, that's his name. What's the blood of Glory to his name. Yes. in the name of Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness. Create within me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Believe in your son, Jesus Christ. I believe in his birth. Believe in his life. Believe in his death. And believe he rose again. And he's sitting at your right hand, Father. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And today, I'm reminded to employ my faith. In Jesus' name, amen. and teaching about faith when my faith was tried just a few days ago. I tell you, it's something about taking chances and stepping out in the water when you don't know how to swim. I didn't know how to swim. The water wasn't feeling right for me. 
but I had to make a choice, either drown or step out in the water. Either way, I got to get in the water. I let go. And the moment that I let go, God physically fulfilled my prayer. I was on my way to being homeless. I've been there before. Not in a hurry to go back there anytime in this life. I know that earth is not our home, but there's a physical dwelling place just for us. God has a place for us all. But by our faith, it gets tried. When you don't know what faith is, when you've stored it up in prayer, when you least expect it, when you're feeling bankrupt, the Holy Spirit just comes down and shows himself to you. That he's heard your prayers. He's heard your cries. He knows your needs better than you do. And he fulfilled mine. And I pray he fulfilled yours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith. Faith. Faith, faith, have faith in, in God. Faith, 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 faith have in God. Father, we thank you for this day's journey. We thank you for the springboard of this week. Have faith in God. We're going to be on the employment side, not on the unemployment side. We thank you, Father, for this week. Continue to bless us, keep us, hold us in the hollow of your hand. Let your glory be revealed. Your will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name we do pray. Thank God. Thank God. And amen. Thank you for your testimony. Testimony services are important. God bless you, Greater Harvest. God bless you, Body of Christ. We thank you all for this day. Let us continue to pray for the safety of our loved ones, our children, our children's children, wherever they may be during this weekend. It's just still another day, amen, on Monday. So keep the prayer wheel moving. Keep the prayer wheel turning. God bless you all, and have a wonderful, magnificent week. See you at prayer. <laughs>